welcome back, everybody, and uh, you know, we've we've added another person. Welcome back to the show. This is our NASCAR preview, looking at the Wise Power 400. I am your host, Scott Steen, a lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com, joined as always by... Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And today, if you notice, we're a three-box. We're the tri-box, everybody. We are joined, coming over from his own show, Just Parlays, where he has been absolutely crushing it. Can I introduce you can, to Chris King, the owner of 218 Parlays this week? What's up, Chris? Actually, had a third one yesterday, but we didn't talk about it. A third, eight, a third eight-teamer? Yeah, we had yesterday was, let me pull up my screen because we were talking about it uh, briefly on the show yesterday or earlier. Um, yesterday was uh, UC Santa Barbara, Santa Clara, Golden State, Portland over Phoenix, Memphis, Minnesota under. Because remember, we I told you about that number, how, how to whack the splits were for them. Right, uh, right. Columbus, Florida over seven, Nashville over Dallas in the NHL, and San Jose over the Islanders. So what'd that pay out? Oh, I don't even know. Some yeah. some ugly number that yeah, I you had, had a couple get. of overtime games go your way, but that still counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah it uh, does. Yeah. And so you've hit uh, you I'm sure I paid out some ungodly number that I didn't get a cut of because of the fact that you can't bet here, but you know. So you've hit three eight teamers in a week? Yeah. It's just because we we do so many games towards the end that you know. Ha. No, that's not why it is. That's <laughs> There's a lot of guys that do a lot of games that, that don't hit an eight teamer in their fucking life, and you've hit. Sure, well, some people are I, listening I, to that. I, going, I need to have more games. So I mean, let's, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm you know the next Jimmy the Greek because I know that regression is going to eventually come and it's going to come hard and fast. Just like you know. Again, I can't stress this enough. If you've hit three eight teamers in a year, you don't really, you shouldn't really have to worry about much regression because you've already made your nut. So. Very good. And then yeah, that's the thing. I don't because you can't bet here. Right. You're down there in the armpit of the world in South Carolina. Exactly. The, uh, what, the fucking Palmetto State, right? Yeah. I'm not, I don't understand it either. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you can't, you do it, you do it just for the love of helping your fellow man. You, you don't, yeah. you, you don't, and, and we also handle. talked, just to be fair, we did talk about Murray State. I don't know if you guys talked about them yesterday or not. I was surprised they were only favored by three. Yeah. Oh, it made no, it made yeah, no we, sense. we talked about that for <laughs> we sure. We talked about it, yeah. I figured you did. I just didn't have a chance to catch everything because I did our show, then I had to do stuff, and then I had to do uh, the show with L.A. yesterday that he got mad because we talked about how the 76ers overpaid for Harden, especially when Harden's mm -hmm. first words were, I'm not going to uh, sign sign the option. I'm going to test free agency. So, you know, if the 76ers don't win a title, they've wasted their, their money. Yep. Yep, very good. All right, so we're here to talk racing, guys, so let's do it. Let's talk about last week's Daytona 500. It was uh, won by a driver that we all had. We love this kid, talked about him a lot during the show. Austin Sendrick, in, in total honesty, I don't think his name ever came up. <laughs> I think we might have mentioned him in the Xfinity race or, in the, or when somebody asked about that. Right. Yeah, it was, it. It, was, uh, it, it was quite a shock. He uh, nosed out Bubba there, nice block at the end that uh, – Kept uh, who was it? Who was who was in third? Blaney. That was it. Kept Blaney. Blaney from winning, and that gave Bubba a shot at the inside. Couldn't quite get there. Good finish. Congratulations to the yeah, kid. And Cindric is is Blaney's uh, teammate. Cindric wouldn't even near the front if it wasn't for Blaney in the first place. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't get blocked him. Yeah, that's he, he. He wants to win Daytona. That's, I don't blame him. For that him. shit all goes away on the last lap. You guys know how that works. So. Here's the deal. We uh we we pick three drivers. We pick a kind of a favorite, we pick a mid-range, and we pick a long shot. 
Last week, I had Kyle Larson, and, and we've developed a, a we've devised a point system where you're basically. So we, you, you came, I came up, up with something, that, and we're just looking at the standards. That's right. There you go. Okay. I came up with a, I came up with a point system and basically reverse points for wherever you finish. So if you finish in, uh, depending on how many racers are, let's say there's 40. If you finish in first, you get 40 points. If you finish in 40th, you get one point, et cetera, et cetera. So high points is good. I had Kyle Larson. Uh, he got me nine points. I had Austin Dillon. He was doing well until that crash. Uh, uh, kind of the story of my day. I had Austin Dillon. He got me 16. And I had Christopher Bell, who was actually making a nice run. He got caught up in the melee. He ended up getting me seven points. Not good. Uh, Rachel had Hamlin. That got him four points as Denny went Died out on early. Uh, he had Elliot. Elliot did well, got him 31 points. And uh, he has also had Haley as his long shot, got him 18. While Chris had uh, Blaney. Blaney. He got 37 points. And he got a three-point bonus for being in fifth place. We're gonna, we give bonuses for top five as well. He had Bowman getting 17. And he had... Uh, Mr. Jones uh, getting a twelve. So at the yeah, end, I, I should have stuck with Almarola when I when I brought him up originally. At the end of our first week, I have uh, uh, checked in in third place. I'm I'm stalking the field. Uh, Chris has sixty nine points. Scott has sixty three, and I've got thirty two. So this week we're you, going. You to, preparing for next season already? Uh no, no. I'm just <laughs> they, Daytona is a crapshoot, man. It's yeah, it's, of course it is. Is anything Always. can happen? So. Mm-hmm. Um, going forward, we're also going to reveal like our favorite matchup. So we'll do, we'll do that as well. And we'll keep track of the money. And, uh, so in the other way, how, how many favorite matchups do you have today? Scott? like, 32? I actually reduced it. We were going to be out of time. So I only got two this week instead of three. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to grip it and rip it here, guys. So, uh, heading to Fontana, relatively flat track, two miles long, kind of one of those boring tracks like Michigan or Pennsylvania, that the 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 trioval out there oh, Pocono. at Pocono, um, yeah, sorry, not Pennsylvania, but um, it, it, not one of my favorite races. I got I got to be honest with you, you don't see a lot of action, uh, not a lot, not a lot of wrecks. So you got to have a, a good run, got to have good tires. Uh, you're going to have long runs and not have an opportunity to change your tires. So you got to make sure you can uh, number one keep your lug nut on. That that'd be a good thing, as we saw, <laughs> as we saw last week in Daytona. Guys, did they have a problem with the single lug? This is the first year they've gone to the single lug. And in the first, what, 30 laps, we saw two wheels rolling down the track. Is that just an aberration, or is that something to keep an eye on? It's week one. Like, I'm not going to overreact to it. I feel like whenever you change any type of rule in any sport, there's a little bit of, I'd say, room for growth or room for actually adjusting to the new rule. The Blaney situation was weird because the lug nut wouldn't go on, and then you look up and he's in second place. So I don't really know what the hell happened there, but I do think it'll work itself out and they'll iron out the kinks as the season goes along. But I expect maybe one or two more issues here. They'll get it out of the way early and figure it out later. Chris, you're on that same boat? I think Scott's right. Every time you adjust to something new, you're always going to have problems. You'd have to think that now they've had a week to work things out. Mm. Uh, hopefully, we don't have another issue like that. But if we do, at least there'll be cool YouTube clips to watch, right? That is a really bad look because 
if that happens at speed, especially, holy shit, especially at Daytona, something like that. Yeah, that, that is true. That is a valid point. So you've got to make sure you get you get that fixed. I'm, I'm kind of with you guys, though. I think it's uh, they had their first chance to, to really, really test it under game conditions and probably made whatever adjustments they needed to make. Going I mean, it could have been worse. Like you said, if something had happened going 180, 190 miles an hour. Yeah, that's a problem. That could, yeah. that, that could be a problem, so... All right, guys. Well, let's do it. Let's talk about this Fontana race and who we've got picked out as our wiener. Um, you guys are going to love this one, especially Rachel. Scott, who am I taking this? Just do week? it. Just do it already. Who am I taking? You're taking Kyle Busch. I am Make taking. I am taking Kyle Busch. That's right. Kyle Busch plus seven fifty. Uh, he's done very, very well at this track. What can What can I say, man? He's got. In his in his career, he has twenty two starts, four wins, uh, eleven top fives, and sixteen in the top ten. So, basically, sixteen out of the twenty two races he's finished top ten. That's a good body of work for me. I know he has been absolutely snake bit, but he's been good over the last two races. There, last two races he's finished in the top five and won one of them. How do I how do I avoid him? Give me give me a smile and Kyle. At plus seven fifty to win the race. Scott. I mean, I, I got Kyle Bush too. Oh, I God. got him at plus eight fifty on FanDuel. Okay. Uh, he's won it three times since February twenty nineteen. Really fun stat. They didn't run this race last year. He has an average finish of one point five. So the last two times he's been here, he finished first and second. And I actually thought he did a really good job last week. If you want to go just based on building confidence from Daytona, Bush was involved in a couple of wrecks, or he was at least caught in the pathway of a couple of wrecks. Mm-hmm. And he actually did a pretty good job of keeping the car in there, and he finished sixth. So if you want to talk about the actual path of keeping your car clean, it seemed like everybody crashed right in front of Kyle Bush the entire race, and he still finished top six. I thought he actually did a very good job last week. Let me ask you this, Chris, because we saw that a couple times where cars sustained some damage and were still able to maintain speed and keep towards the front of the pack. That's a that's a new thing at the super speedway. It used to be you'd get a couple dents on your quarter panel and your aero package was shot. So is there something with this new car they're driving, the new aero package with the, uh, you got the under scoop there, the air diffuser. Um, is that Did that help those cars stay competitive even though they sustained some damage? I, I think so. I mean, like they said, they they're going with uh, on intermediate tracks now. They're the higher horsepower, lower downforce aero packages. So I guess maybe that's going to help them too because you've uh, tweaked it, tweaked things to ramp up the the motors. Um, it's nice to see because everybody hates when you're driving along and all of a sudden your car's going from 180 to about 35 because you crumpled everything up and you look like you're in a demolition derby. Right. Uh, but it. I mean. We'll see how that pans out as the season wears on. God knows NASCAR loves to tweak things just to piss people off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's something we're going to have to watch for going forward as well. Absolutely. All well, right. One thing I noticed, though, at the end of the race, because Bubba Wallace lost a piece of the front of his car on that crash with about five to go, I believe. And mm-hmm. yet he kept going and he yep. ended up coming in second place. Yep. All right, Scott. All right, Chris. So we uh, each have, we each have Kyle Bush. Yeah, I didn't know we were that, that we were allowed to pick the same guy. It's That's it's what, yeah, we can. You can you can go with it. You know, warning. Allow, That's warning. why we do the no, race. I, I hate Kyle Bush. No, I mean it's Kyle Bush alert. Sadly, <laughs> I hate Kyle Bush and I hate his brother. But I mean, if we're gonna if I'm going to deviate from uh, picking 
Kyle Busch, then I'd have to go with Kurt Busch. He's won there once. He's got eight top fives and 14 top tens in 27 runs. Uh, strangely enough, he's actually got four poles there as well, which is, you know, more than any other active driver at Fontana. Uh, so as much as I hate to say it, I'm going to have to lean towards Kurt Busch. I don't know what he's going at. Well, he's, he's a, going wait, at, so he, he, he can be say, he, in, the, in he, the favorite he, section. Yeah. You're taking Kurt Busch. No, he's going to be a mid pick. So okay, yeah, he's right. definitely a mid pick. Yeah, he's going to be my mid pick then. I didn't realize how far down the list he was. Yeah, he's um, at the, he's. I got him at plus two thousand. What do you got him at, Scott? Uh, yeah, around there. The way I see I, it is, for DraftKings has him at plus twenty five. Now that I see that, yeah, okay. for favorites, I really see three options. I mean, you got either Kyle Busch, Larson at about four to one, or you can maybe make an Elliott case at like. Uh, DraftKings has Hamlin at eight fifty. Okay, either way. So, you have any of those that you like? I'm taking a look here real quick to see what Hamlin's done. It's been great. No wins. He's had a couple of top tens recently, though. Yeah, but after he burned you last week, I have to wonder, do I want to deal with that? I don't like uh, the I fact he that burned. he... It was, it was a fluke. I mean, Burton's car flipped upside down, and Hamlin got caught in the wreckage. Like I, I don't think he screwed me. It was just a bad spot. Well, yeah, but I mean, he didn't do you any favors either. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, so I'll lean towards Elliott. He's got three top tens in five runs, and he's got a top five there. I just don't want to jump on Bush because that way, you know, there'll at least be some deviation uh, okay. when it comes to that. Um, it's, it's kind of boring if everybody picks the yeah. same thing, isn't it? We already called you a man of the people before with the eight pick parlays. You don't have to oversell at this point. It's well, fine. What's the uh, and what's what's the uh, what's Chase Elliott's odds? He's at plus eight hundred on DraftKings. Okay. Uh, Thomas Bo checking in says Martin Truex Jr. He's a plus a thousand on DraftKings. Yeah, I uh, don't hate it. I don't hate it. He's got a he's got a, a top ten, his uh, top twenty, his last couple races. So uh, he's a guy that he's won. He's won once there in twenty races at Fontana with two top fives and seven top tens. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's not a bad one. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, and you're gonna get you're gonna get a good price on him. So. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. You're getting you're getting uh, eight to one on Truex. I think that's solid. Uh, personally, if I was going to play an eight to one, I'd probably play Hamlin. I just think he's more consistent. But uh, it's a great yeah. story last week. I don't know if you guys watched the race. They did a, a great backstory on Ham on uh, Truex's wife and her battle with cancer and very good uh, human interest story. So, although so since we I'm, I'm definitely about Hamlin, rooting for him. Truex, yeah. since we talked about Hamlin, Truex, and Bush, does that mean we're basically all in on Joe Gibbs this week? It sounds it like it. Yeah, it really does. Uh, Truex, Kyle Busch, Quinella. Uh, okay. All right. JC Stone checking in. Obviously, uh, we're we're okay with that because we're on Kyle Busch. Um, so let's do our mid-picks, even though Chris already did his. So the mid-picks, this is going to be the odds between like 11 to 1 mm-hmm. and 33 to 1, I think is where it tops out. And these are realistically guys that if you if they make it in the top five, you're pretty happy, right? Should be a, yeah, mid, a mid-range pick. Yeah. So we'll put. I'm going to put top five odds on there as well. Uh, let's see. I went last time. Scott, go ahead and go. So uh, looking at the mid-range, it's a guy I faded a bunch of last week. Joey Logano. And he's around 15 to 1. Do I like him as a person? Not really. <laughs> but on the track, he's pretty good. Uh, you're looking at the numbers here at 15 to 1 on FanDuel. I mean, he's finished top seven in five of the last six races here. He's finished top five and four of the last five races here. The man, even if he's not going to win, he should be in the running with about 10 laps to go. 
that's good enough for me at fifteen to one. I'll take Logano. Very good, Chris. Uh, you've got you've got Kurt Busch plus twenty five hundred. And by the way, uh, Logano's odds plus one forty for top five. Uh, Chris Kurt Busch top five plus three fifty. So good price there for sure. And uh, Scott, this can be a boring show. That's who I have as well. And uh, for all the reasons that you said, he's had a lot of success there. He's had a lot of success lately. What are you guys sharing the same brain uh, here or fuck. something? We we actually had a couple of shows last uh, two years ago, and we did it where we actually overlapped on a couple, and we just dealt with it. Overlapped NASCAR joke, get it? Yeah, that's what I was going for. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. And uh, I've got like I've got Logano as well. He's just he's a. Stuff. I mean, we both don't like Logano as an actual like you know human being, but he's good on the tracks. So he's he, he's okay. He's good at tracks where it's easy to stay out of trouble. That and that's yeah. that's the thing about Logano. Well, come on, you can say that about Recky Stenhouse too. But I mean, I don't see anybody running out and chasing him down. Recky cool. Spinhouse. Yeah. Re- yeah. Did Recky you Spinhouse. did you hear Tony Stewart talking about him? Yeah, he said. He said. He said. If you didn't see it, he said. Uh, Recky Stenhouse was on my team. Uh, kid can race, but man, he uh, he crashes a lot. He crashed cars that hadn't been built yet. <laughs> pretty accurate too. He was actually doing pretty well though at Daytona. He was last week, and then he crashed. Of course, he absolutely was. was. Uh, shout out well, to, that, to Recky it, Spinhouse. It's inevitable. You know that sooner or later it's going to happen. It's just. It, yeah. It's like when you're watching a movie. You know. It's like when is the, when's the peak gonna come? That, that's the same thing with Stenhouse. You know, sooner or later he's gonna crash. It's just trying to bet on when it is. It's Chekhov's gun. You don't show Recky Spinhouse unless there's gonna be a wreck later. <laughs> anytime, anytime you zero in on Ricky, you're like, okay, well it's coming. You know it. And yeah, there it is. Uh, three locks for tomorrow. Well, oh, over under a number of drivers. Kozlowski Rex. Three and a half. I'll take the under. I'm going to I'm gonna go with the under just because of the track alone. Yep. But I'll put the number of one and a half. Three locks for tomorrow. We're going to give we're going to give you our favorite matchups here in a minute. So uh, if you our locks for tomorrow is watch the qualifying because we don't know who's going to be where. That's the other that's the other <laughs> problem with the Saturday qualifying. That's that's always fun. So, yeah. And, and again, it shouldn't make a ton of difference at Fontana 200 laps, you know, two mile track. But. Uh, all right, let's do a long shot. And uh, Chris, I'll let you start there. Who you got? Uh, let's see. Oh, hmm. I got to get my pick in before Rachel duplicates it. So I, I actually think there's a decent chance we're going to have the same third. All race, right, fair so. enough. Go, buddy. Good. I'm looking here. Mm. Boy, some of these. Chris King, everybody. King, King of preparation right there. Yeah, some of these numbers don't jump out and scream, you know, great. So it looks like, looks like me last week. I yeah, have a name pretty... in my head that I feel like you're going to guess for no apparent reason. I have like Tyler Reddick in my head for some reason, just as your long shot. I don't know why. Tyler Reddick has run well here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, that's you why could... I feel like he might be. Tyler Reddick is what has run once there. Oh. Yeah, but how do you do? He finished 11th. Okay. Okay. There you go. He's ready to go. Uh, but no, I'm going to. A better odds than Kurt Bush. Well, who's your favorite? I like Kurt Bush. My God, we got a menagerie going on here. The, <laughs> oh, the, God, the, the dogs right. are barking. The cats are meowing. <laughs> right, you got a, you got a gerbil that needs water or anything? <laughs> no, no, good on that front. Uh, I'm gonna go the route that I didn't go last week when I took Eric Jones. I'm gonna try and see if he can show up this week. He's raced here four times and finished the top ten twice. I'll stick with Jones. He's at plus what eight billion. 10, he's at plus 10,000, plus 3,500 for a top five. Okay. Uh, he's at plus 1,500 for a top 10. But I can't give me those, two top 10 finishes. Give me those numbers months. again. What is he, 10,000? Yeah. 
Well, that's not good. It's a nice payoff he hits. Getting 100 to 1 on your money. And what do you say? He's, he's plus 3,500 in the top five and plus 1,500 in the top 10. Or okay. plus 3,500 in the top three, plus 15 in the top five. What, what is he for top 10? Because your long shots, you should be top 10. Uh, top 10, he's going at, uh, where is he? Plus 800 or so. I'm checking here at the list. Oh, there's a bunch of scrubs. Where is he? Eric Jones. Eric Jones. He's at plus 280. Okay. Top 10. All right. Very good. Um, any of you guys want to get involved with Akron in Ohio? Ooh, that's going to be it. Ohio. I don't know what's going on with Akron. They've kind of I, stumbled away. Is Ohio at home? Uh, I think so. Give me Ohio. I have to assume after. Yeah, Ohio, Ohio's at home. Yep. Yeah, after the Kent State debacle. I hope for Ohio's sake that they're just still pissed off about it and they just bury this Akron team. But yeah, they beat I, they beat Ohio or they beat um, Akron by six in Akron earlier this year. So yeah, I think it's Ohio or pass for me. Yep, give me the bobs. All right, yeah, I, I agree. Well, Scott, drum roll, please, because for my long shot, I'm going to take Eric Almarola. Was that the name? No, it was not. So okay. we we actually veered. Okay, very good. Yeah, I was contemplating Almarola as well, but. Uh, I was looking at his average finish there is twenty three point two. But he's done. He's done. He's, he's, due. he's done. He's done better lately. He's got two top tens in his last two starts. So True. I will. Uh, I'll get behind Almarola to keep it to keep it close. And uh, let's see the price on him. I've got him listed, and you guys probably have a better price. I've got him listed at plus four thousand to win, plus two eighty for top ten. Uh, DraftKings has him at plus two fifty for top ten. So okay, okay. Uh, and he's at on here. He's at plus seven thousand. I see 80 to 1 on FanDuel. Beautiful. Double the money up. Quick reminder. It's our weekly reminder. Check your odds. Use different sources because there can be a significant amount of, of difference. Like there's a, you can double your money right there. Delaware almost ruined my night, says Groovy Caps. Uh, but we came back strong with late night best on the Sharks in Vancouver. Very good. Joey Logano. We got him, buddy. We got uh, Rochelle and I both have Logano, even though we don't like I was him. against him last week, but it's all track dependent. Yep. Delaware absolutely. disappointed me yesterday. Uh, blue hands, not good. Uh, that was not a good performance by them. All right, Shell, what do you got for your last pick for your long shot? So for my long shot, somebody mentioned before on the over-under cars wrecked, but that means his car's not wrecking. He's wrecking other people. I'm taking Kislowski at okay. around, 20, around 22 to 1 on FanDuel. He's finished top 10 here in each of the last six races, and he's finished so top 22 to 1 considered a long shot? That's we it. always did long shots being 20 and above or higher. Oh, we, did, we oh, well, Steve was just saying the 33. Yeah, or 33 yeah you got to go over, over 33. It, it'll, it'll, what it'll, it'll, is this? it'll vary week to week. You just kind of got to group them together. We always did 20 to 1 or higher. So well, now right. things are different. Just when you yeah. think you have all the answers, That's right. I change the question. Oh, God. That's right. Um, I'll do anything to win. I wasn't really prepared to think of somebody else. Um, yeah, I don't really have any information on the other guys, but <laughs> screw, screw it, Bubba Wallace plus 10,000. All right, very good. Uh, I at Bubba Wallace, but I didn't like his numbers here either. Can I make my case for Kozlowski anyway, just for the sake of it, because I have research on it? Just so that way we can say Sure, go ahead. Pay no attention to all this rambling, because it has nothing to do with what we were talking about for the show. Well, if you want to bet Kozlowski, I do think 22 to 1 sounds ridiculous. That's you know, a good price. top 10s in each of the last six and top five and five of the last six. You should be closer yeah, to 25 to 1 on um, DraftKings. Can you explain that? Like, why is he so high up? That doesn't really make any sense. I guess because, you know, people on this, you have to remember, like you said, there was no race there last year. Uh, and they want to probably see how he's going to adjust 
um, with the with the new stuff on this track. I agree, it's probably an overinflated price. But Unless they think somebody's going to crash him after last week, Burton. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's Burton. always the, the uh, there's always the bounty possibility, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And uh, what's Bubba Wallace for top ten? It was a hundred to one. For for top ten. Oh, for top ten. Sorry. Listen to the um, question first. Sorry. Uh, you get, you made me call an audible. So he's plus he's plus two eighty right there with Ricky Stenhouse. Okay. Very good. I see, right. Yeah, I see three to one on FanDuel. Everybody's got plus 280. Oh, you got plus 300. Okay, good. Scott, you want to talk about your recent stretch as your plays of the day? Somebody brought somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, they haven't been good. Uh, as, <laughs> somebody I, brought I it mean, up. I, I guess that was wrong with it. I mean, you pick games and the teams you back don't show up for the second half. Like, you, you take an over, you beat a six-point line move, and they score 43 points in the first quarter. Like, I, I don't know. Just things happen. You know, that's why they play the games. I can't say that I'm changing anything in my approach. It's just things haven't worked out. I was watching that uh, Boise State San Diego State the other ne- game the other night, and I was like watching at the end. And I'm like, oh, the missed free throw game. Yeah, when they fouled the guy with 1.2 seconds ago, I'm like, I hope he doesn't make make one and miss one for this game in overtime because I said this one was going to stay under the total. Mm-hmm. And you know, but yeah, Boise State is terrible at the free throw line. And I, we keep saying uh, it's going to hurt them come the tournament if they get there because they're like. 349th in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm really not sure how many Mountain West teams are even going to get in. Because usually they're fighting. They're talking about four, buddy. They're, they're talking they about get four. three. Lenardi has three in. And is it Wyoming on the bubble? Somebody and somebody. No, Wyoming has to be in at this point. And it's Colorado. I think it's San Diego State on the bubble. It, could be, right? it is San Diego State on the bubble. So there you go. And I mean, yeah, UNLV's played good basketball too. Fresno State's played well. Yep. I mean, they haven't played well as well in the conference, but they're still 17 I'm, and yeah. 10. All I'm right. assuming Colorado State right now is a relative shoe in yeah. at this point. I would I think, think so. They're going dancing no matter what. Wyoming's close. I think Boise's the question mark. Save it for the Mountain West okay. preview show, boys. We're doing one of those. Groovy Caps wants to know: Will Chase Elliott surprise everybody? No, he will not. I hope sur- he, he, I, 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 he will not surprise Chris because Chris took him. So he would <laughs> he would surprise Scott and I, who are each on Kyle Bush. JC Stone says twenty to one is a long shot, according to the commission. That's what it used to be. So <laughs> I know. I guess it varies on track now. I don't know. Well, yeah. but I mean, just like just like every other sport, the commission has the right to change the rules. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a universal DH if baseball ever starts this year. God damn! This big I mean, big uh, weekend well, for baseball. It's it's fine, yeah. you know, whatever. I, I mentioned the Kozlowski stuff anyway. I'll have a personal play on him. Hopefully, we'll do pretty well. You think, you know, when I was talking to my wife, I said, you know, this is a big weekend. There's going to be a, a big fight, and they're going to be hammering each other. And, you know, oh, the Ukraine war? I'm like, oh, no, no, the baseball negotiations. Oh, that's so. nice. it's a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if they get anything done. I mean, yeah, you're, I, now you're at the point they, where you're going to lose money. And from what Jim has been saying, you know, uh, most of the guys that are representing the players are represented by Boris. Boris. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends how good the bagels and the coffee are at the meeting. Mm, okay. So let's do this. Um, we're going to go to our, uh, this is something we're going to add. By the way, we're going to keep track because this is a gambling show. So we'll keep track of how we're doing versus the money versus the money as well. And not just the points because, and the reason we don't just don't do strict money, because if you had a long shot that comes in and wins the race, you know, you're pretty much you're you're pretty much skating for just about half a season, probably. Yeah, at least. So we wanted we wanted to do points system to kind of let you know who's hot, who's cold. Um, but as you can see, by being in last place, it's not always indicative of how a person actually is doing. So, uh, 
Is that because you're, you're making fun of Reichel's uh, recent picks or something? Oh, no, I'm making fun of my terrible week that I had. No, I, well, I know you said it's not, a, it's not an indicator of uh, no of how you're doing. No, and, and it you get them com- long enough, you know it comes and flows. It does. So, oh, yeah, definitely. It absolutely does. So uh, three college basketball locks for, for, uh, t- for Saturday. Are you, asking or, even up yet are you asking Saturday. or telling us? The lines have been up like two hours. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't no. looked at them for Saturday. I have if you not Ty, at the if, if you're asking, we don't know. If you're telling, put them out there for us, bud. We love we love to see them because I know everybody in the comment section always likes to share. So if you got them, give them. If you're waiting, uh, Scott and I'll probably be doing a play tonight on probably better get Easter. Probably I owe people Easter MMA Michigan. stuff, so I'll probably do an MMA video tonight. Oh, there you go. All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do one matchup each. And I was going to go first. Scott, I'll let you go first. All right. So for this one, I only have one matchup that I'm going to give out. I have two that I like, but I'll do one. I got Logano over Byron at minus 110 on DraftKings. I already mentioned Logano's numbers. He's a consistent top seven guy here. Byron is the model of consistency here, though. He's raced three times. He's finished 15th each time. So he's the master of 15th place. Logano should finish top 10, in my opinion. I'll take Logano at minus 110. Very good. I was trying to not put too many eggs in one basket, so I kind of stayed away from uh, the guys. I, I just gravitated to the drivers I liked the most on the track, and that's kind of how it went. Yep, fair enough. I'm going to I'm going to lay a big number here. I'm going to take Ryan Blaney over last week's winner, Austin Sendrick. And yep. we've seen it, we've seen it before. It flashes in the pan. Uh, Austin Sendrick had a great moment. I don't think he's going to be a consistent threat for the cup. Ryan Blaney, uh, that is a steep line. real race car driver. And it is, mi- is it, like 230? minus two twenty is what, I, what I've got that. Yeah, at. that's what I've got. So too. probably the most wood you'll ever see me lay in a matchup, but I like this one a lot. So I'm going to take Ryan Blaney and risk putting myself in a giant hole to start the year going down minus two twenty. but that's what we're going to play. Uh, Chris, I know we sprung this one on you as well. So I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Bush over Hamlin. He's going at minus 115. Like we said, Bush has had a lot of success there. I guess it just runs in the family, uh, provided you know Bush doesn't wreck, which of course is always a viable possibility. But after seeing how Hamlin got caught up last week, and I know both guys have had some decent success here, but it's hard to argue when you're finishing in the top 10 more than half the time, like, uh, like Kurt Busch has, I'm going to go with him over Hamlin in this one. Like I said, it's minus 115. Very good. Uh, Super Sly saying Friday night homework for me. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's pretty much what we'll be doing. Uh, handicapping those. Um, uh, handicapping Saturday's action. We talked about Scott and I do picks for ESPN Radio out of Denver for every Saturday. And it's hard because we have to have them in by Friday morning. And no lines yet. So that's always yeah, fun. like, well, just throw a dart out there. What the line's going to be. I like Rachel. Rachel did his recording in faded Evansville and took, took Missouri state and said, uh, this line is too low. Missouri state will win by more. <laughs> I just <laughs> said straight up Missouri state's favorite on the road. Not by enough. <laughs> since I was started at all. JC stone is behind your Logano over Byron, by the way, nice price at minus minus one ten. I agree. Um, yeah, I just, again, I just, I just didn't want to see everything go down in flames, literally, if my driver crashed. So, well, the thing about Byron is, of course, I think he's got talent. We know that he was very good on the digital racing scene when that was a thing. But 
I know that Chris just mentioned Kyle Busch is kind of known to crash on occasion. Byron really has a hard time keeping his car clean. And on a track like this, Logano does a pretty good job usually. This could be over halfway through the race. Oh, absolutely. Like Byron could be spun out already. Absolutely. Now watch, watch what will happen is Logano and Byron will collide and wipe each other out. Mm-hmm. Seen it before. Seen it before, guys. All right. So just to recap here, everybody, we took a favorite, a mid. And for the, for this, we, def, we defined a mid of somewhere between 11 and 33 to 1, and then any long shot would be over 33 to 1. So um, Scott and I both took Kyle Busch to win at plus 850. Chris like said, taking, uh, like taking the, the favorite, you know, Chris, hey, I, know, I Chris, know Larson's going off as the favorite, but still, well, Chris, I actually wanted to talk about that before we finish right. the show. Sure. Is there why a not? Reason why is it? Sorry. Is there a reason why Larson is so low? I figured like if anybody was going to be that big of a favorite, I know Larson's the best driver right now, but based on the track record, wouldn't you assume that Bush would at least be near Larson? Like he has double the odds of Larson. Does that mm-hmm. make any sense? No, and Larson hasn't had a lot of success at this track. He Never. won once, but it was a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about lately, but yeah. So yeah, we'll see because he does he does, like I said he does have one win there. He's got he's got seven seven starts, one win, three top fives. But yeah, yeah. And three plus four hundred. I mean, so his so his top tens are his top five. Right, so. right. He's yeah. So like you said he last two races he finished twenty for or twelfth and twenty first. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking at. Larson this week, kind of like I'm looking at Elliot. I feel like his odds should be somewhere around there. You have a guy who's been in the top 10, some top fives, hasn't had a ton of success actually winning. I know he won once, but still, I believe Elliot came in fourth last time out. But the point is, plus 400, I need a guy that's actually won here like repeatedly. Kyle yeah, Bush. You would have thought Bush would have been up in that range. Kyle Bush is the track record I look for when you see a clear-cut favorite in a track. And he's just not... That's just not what Larson's record is here. Yep, agreed. Uh, Chris has Chase Elliott, plus 100... Plus 800, excuse me, to uh, to win the race. And our mid-range picks, again, Scott and I match up. Boring. We each have Joey the Kid Logano at plus 1,500. Uh, mid-range picks are guys that we would be happy to see him get in the top five. Usually going to be a plus-money price for top five. And that is the case with Joey Logano, as he has plus 140 to finish in the top five. Uh, Chris... Even though he hates the bushes, he will take one of them. I do. He's going to head for the mountains with Kurt Busch at plus 2,500. And Kurt Busch, nice price, finished top five, plus 350. And as far as our murders them. our long shots go, over 33 to 1 to win the race. I've got Eric Almarola, Eric with an A, by the way, uh, plus 8,000, finished top 10, plus 280. Scott has uh, Bubba Wallace to finish. It's debatable. I got Kislowski, but I got overruled. You like okay, so he likes Kislowski as a as a mid range pick, but not better than Logano, by the way, for the record. So I mean, the, he didn't I, like I him enough to supplant his. I, I was just I was ready with all three, and then you tell me I gotta pick a fourth. Like yeah. thanks. That's right. You're Appreciate welcome. It. So he's got Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace at a hundred to one, plus ten thousand, and plus three hundred to finish top ten. While Chris, if it's like you get on Jeopardy and you get a history, if you just answer the Magna Carta every time. Sooner or later, you're going to be right. And he's going to do or that. You'd like, or you'd be like Cliff Clavin and you go, who are three people that have never been in my never kitchen? Never been in my kitchen. And uh, one of those people is Eric Jones. And Chris is going to take Eric Jones also at plus 10,000. 10,000. Uh, and he's going to finish in the top 10. We'll pay plus 280. So there you go. 
As far as our favorite matchup, I'm laying the wood, taking Ryan Blaney over rookie Austin Sindri coming off his uh, likely to be highlight of his life last week as he won Daytona. I'm looking for a letdown there as the veteran Ryan Blaney takes care of business at minus 220. Scott going all in on the Joey Logano basket, throwing all his eggs in the kid's basket. He's got him over Byron at minus 110. Well, we're gonna talk about how the, how he shouldn't be called the kid anymore, like we did last week. Yeah, he was. It should be the 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 man. Be the uh, you know the still trying to hit puberty. Uh, the prepubescent youth. There you go. The teen. That, that's that's a catchy nickname right there. The prepubescent <laughs> youth. Back at it again in second place. And Chris, who once again, quick reminder, hates all things Bush. We'll take Kyle Bush True. over Denny Hamlin at minus one fifteen. So there you go. Uh, Larson blood doped cheats. <laughs> God. Okay. And on that note, that's a closer. I know when to get off the stage. Um, that's going to do it for our show. Yeehaw, everybody. Let's, uh, let's have some fun. Enjoy the race, everybody. Thank you. Thank you guys for watching. We do appreciate it. Of course, don't forget to check out Chris, the parlay King over there with Jim Williams doing their thing. Every day, Monday through Friday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 12.30 Central, Just Parlays. They ought to change the name of that show to Just Winning Fucking Parlays because that is what they've been doing over there, just crushing it. And Chris, he is stuck in the uh, in South Carolina where you can't bet even illegally, so he's not able to cash in. You could have bought a house. You could have bought a fucking house. Got to hire somebody. But no. He just has the yeah, but I wouldn't trust my brother to do that. He lives in New York, so he he just has the self satisfaction of knowing he's hit three eighteen parlays in the last week. I'm not lying. Watch the videos; it's on there. I get it's hard to make it up when there's video proof on their YouTube channel. So check out Chris, and of course check out me and Scott each and every weekday as well, three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central on the Winners and Winners Sports Betting Network, as we will help you in your journey to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you Monday.